Welcome to Making the Most of Time with me, Elliot Apple. I'm a financial planner and caregiver. To give you a little background, my dad was diagnosed with stage four lung cancer when I was 25. Our world was changed instantly, and it's been a constant state of change ever since. Since then, I've been learning about the intersection of money, health, and loss, personally and professionally. This is a place to explore money, loss, and grief. It's about making the most of time, emotionally, spiritually, mentally, physically, and financially. There are no taboo topics, no question is off limits. These conversations are for people like you, people who are about to lose a significant other, widows, caregivers, and anybody affected by a major health event. I'm glad you're here. So with that, let's start making the most of time. The Dow drops a thousand points, screams the television financial reporter. So what? I don't know why financial reporters, analysts, and the financial industry continues to reference the Dow Jones. It's not relevant for many people. There are more meaningful ways to measure stock market performance and what is happening in the economy than moves in the Dow. I'd love for the world to stop referencing how many points the Dow goes up or down in a day. It creates bad habits. Let's look at what the Dow is, how it's created, and when you say the stock market is up or down, why you need to be specific about which index is up or down. What is the Dow Jones Industrial Average? The Dow is a stock market index made up of 30 publicly traded companies in the United States. It was created all the way back in 1896, and as you can imagine, life was different back then. The first 12 companies in the index were American Cotton Oil, American Sugar, American Tobacco, Chicago Gas, Distilling and Cattle Feeding, General Electric, Lesled, I can't even pronounce this one, Lesled Gas, National Lead, North American, Tennessee Coal and Iron, U.S. Leather, and U.S. Rubber. These were influential companies in their day. Each was supposed to be a titan of their respective industry. To calculate the index, they would add up the stock prices of each company and divide by 12. Simple enough, right? Today, it's an index of 30 influential companies meant to represent the economy more or less as a whole. How is the Dow created? The Dow is a price-weighted index. Bear with me as I get technical for a second because it's crucial to understanding why the Dow doesn't matter. What the price-weighted means is that you add up the stock price of each company in the index, divide by a factor, which changes over time based on stock splits and other things, and that's the index value. The problem with this method is that they are using prices of stock, not the size or market capitalization of a company or other metrics. What this means is that a stock with a high price is going to influence the index value even if that stock is a smaller company. For example, if company A has a stock price of $500, but the total value of the company is $20 billion, the movement in that stock will affect the index more than company B, whose stock price is $50, but the total value of the company is $40 billion. Despite company B being twice as large, it affects it one-tenth as much. Why should a smaller company with a higher stock price impact an index more than a larger company with a lower stock price index? The actual price of a stock is not as relevant. On the blog, if you want to see this, I have a list of the 30 current companies in the Dow and as of October 4th, the last price that they traded at. What you can see in this chart is United Health Group has the highest price. So it's going to affect the index value more than any other stock. Intel Corporation has the lowest price and will affect it the least. In fact, United Health Group will affect the Dow 18 times more than Intel, despite it only being 4.3 times larger 
according to their market capitalization or total value of the company. When I looked on October 4th, when I was originally producing this, United Health Group had a market capitalization of about $487 billion, while Intel had a market capitalization of about $113 billion. Does that make sense to you? It doesn't make sense to me. Price-weighted indices are, are dumb. Most indices are market capitalization-weighted. Companies that are worth the most impact the index the most, not based on the price. Let's talk about diversification of the Dow. The other issue with the Dow is how the companies are selected. It's a committee that selects which companies should be added or removed from the index. Sometimes companies file for bankruptcy, which then makes them ineligible for inclusion in the index. This happened during the financial crisis. Other times a major bank during a financial crisis that received billions of dollars in aid from the US government is removed based on lack of sta stability. The committee looks at a company's reputation, its history of sustained growth, its interest to investors, and its sec sector representation of the broader market. They don't include utilities or transportation companies. Since the index has not changed frequently, new companies that are becoming industry leaders are not often added until much later. For example, Apple wasn't added until 2015. In fact, the New York Times Magazine talked about this issue and Apple not being in the index in 2012. The companies tend to be large blue chip companies with plenty of shares available for trading. Between the NASDAQ and the NYSE, there are over 6,000 publicly traded US companies. The Dow only includes 30 based on their price. In other words, the Dow doesn't look at smaller companies at all, or even most of the large publicly traded companies within the US economy. Depending on the time period, the index may not have much exposure to certain sectors of the economy. In other words, the Dow is not well diversified. I also want to spend some time talking about the why the S&P 500 isn't necessarily the market either. Although the S&P 500 is a better representation of how the market is doing, it's still not the entire market. When I originally produced this on October 4th, the S&P 500 had 503 companies. The 500 in the name fooled you, right? The extra companies are due to some companies having multiple share classes. Although many people consider the S&P 500 the US stock market, it only represents about 80% of the total value. It's a good chunk and much better than the 25% or so the Dow represents, but it leaves out 20% of the value of the US stock market. It also doesn't have thousands of companies. If there are 503 companies in index and over 6,000 publicly traded companies in the US, it only includes about 8% of publicly traded companies within the US. Many of them are small and don't Im impact the market much, but it helps give perspective. When people talk about the market, you need to ask the question, which market? Is it the US stock market? Is it the Dow? Is it European markets? If people say the Dow is down, remember, it's only 30 stocks that make up about 25% of the total value of US stocks based on a price-weighted basis. It's not very helpful. If people say the S&P 500 is down, that's a better measure of the US stock market because it's 80% of the total value of the US stock market. But it still doesn't tell you how the other 20% is doing or how the thousands of other stocks, mostly smaller companies, are performing. So what are some alternatives to assessing the market? If you're wondering what may give you a better idea of how all stocks as a whole are performing, you could look at the following indices, the Dow Jones US Total Stock Market Index, FT Wilshire 5000 Index, or the FTSE US Total Market Index. The key is to find a US Total Stock Market Index, which will include close to 6,000 stocks that are publicly traded. When pundits talk about the market, they may not be referring to these indices, but at least you will know these are better representations of the total US stock market. If you want to have an idea of how the entire world's stock market is doing, 
you could look at the FTSE or the FTSE Global All Cap Index. It captures about 98% of the world's investable market capitalization. It includes US, developed international, and emerging market stocks. As of September 30th, 2022, it had 9,536 stocks from around the world in the index. Final thoughts and a question for you. The Dow is not a good measure of how the US stock market is doing. It only represents 30 large companies in the US stock market. Since it's constructed based on a price weighting basis and not a market capitalization weighting, smaller companies with higher share prices can impact the index more. It's a poor way to construct an index. Even the S&P 500 isn't an entirely accurate representation of how US stocks are doing. It excludes thousands of stocks in the US, mostly smaller companies, and it leaves out about 20% of the US stock market capitalization. When the financial media talks about the Dow dropping a certain number of points, remember, it is not a great measure. You can look to an all-world or a global index for a better representation of how the global stock market is doing. I'll leave you with one question to act on. Which index will you remember to look at the next time the financial media references the Dow? Elliot Apple is an investment advisor representative of Kindness Financial Planning, LLC. However, in hosting this podcast, Elliot is not acting as an investment advisor representative individually or on behalf of Kindness Financial Planning. The information and opinions in this podcast are for general, informational, and educational purposes only and should not be considered investment, financial, legal, or tax advice. Opinions expressed are as of the date of publication, and such opinions are subject to change. No representation is made as to the completeness or accuracy of the information presented. Any past performance referenced is historical and no guarantee of future results. All indices referenced are unmanaged and may not be invested into directly. All investments involve a certain level of risk. You should carefully consider if an investment is suitable for you before making an investment. Please consult your legal, financial, and other professionals to determine what may be appropriate for you.